Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Remote Controlled Varieties TV Podcast. I'm Deborah Birnbaum. Every week, we'll bring you conversations with some of the best and brightest in television, working behind and in front of the camera. On today's episode, our reporter Elizabeth Wagmeister talks with Tyra Banks about how she juggles all of her jobs, and then she chats with Bravo's own Andy Cohen, who's also the host of the new Love Connection. Stay tuned. I'm Elizabeth Wagmeister, Variety's TV reporter, and I am here with Miss Tyra Banks, host of America's Got Talent. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Hello. So, Tyra, obviously, everybody knows you, has known you for years and years and years, but this is a new new job for you. Yes. How are you liking it so far? How much fun are you having? I'm having a lot of fun, although I, I'm in heels a lot on the show, and like my, my left toes go numb a little bit sometimes, um, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. Although I, I can't turn off my producer hat, I'm like... Okay, I'm going to interview this little girl, and then two sets, uh, sentences later, I'm going to go to her mother because her mother's tearing up right now. And then, right when her mother's on the brink of tears, I'm going to send her out on the stage. <laughs> I can't help it. You know, you're a woman that wears many hats, so I can't help it. That it's makes crazy. you all the better at the hosting job, right? It brings the passion and the emotion along. Um, how has it been hosting AGT, though? Because obviously, you've hosted your own daytime talk show, another daytime talk show, top model for years, but this is really a different format and being on a big, shiny floor show. How mm-hmm. has that experience been for you? Um, it's been really exciting. You know, I love the almost mom role that I like to feel that I'm playing or big sister sometimes. Um, you know, there's a lot of emotion on the show. There's, you know, that emotion that everybody wants, which is elation and, oh my gosh, I can't believe they love me. And then there's that other side where, you know, dreams are kind of dashed and hopes are kind of like crushed. Um, and so I'm there to give hugs and love and pick them up too. So more hats. Yeah. <laughs> is that kind of nice for you not to have to be the judge and not to have to tell these contestants that they're not going to make it and like you said instead be the mom um actually no um because i naturally want to help people to get better like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's part of my time what i'm here for i guess Mm -hmm. whether it's teaching or coaching or i feel like that i have that's my value in life. So um, it's actually hard <laughs> to, you know, to not say, well, if maybe you would have done this or next time, try right. this. And so I do tell them, um, mm-hmm. I do tell them that kind of off camera sometimes. Right, right. Uh, now, how did you get involved with AGT? Um, I think I had a phone call on like a Wednesday and then a meeting with Simon on Friday. And I saw a lot of this crazy stuff going on of who's going to be the new host, mm-hmm. who's going to be the new host. And I think NBC did an amazing job of keeping it under wraps uh, that it was going to be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you saw all those rumors and reports, did you know at that point you were like, it's I, me? <laughs> I won't say exactly when I came into play, but mm-hmm. it was it was kind of 
not during the beginning of all that. Right. No. Okay. <laughs> Were you a fan of America's Got Talent? Of course. Before? Yeah. I mean, my mom is the super fan. Like mm-hmm. she loves this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was thinking about doing it, I asked her what she thought, and she was very excited about me being on one of her favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now a lot of executives, and actually Paul Telegdi, I remember he's the one who told me this. He said that the power of broadcast television is mm-hmm. so big even for the biggest star in the world um he this is when we were talking about jennifer lopez for world of dance and he was saying that you know even the biggest stars in the world such as yourself when they go on to broadcast tv they notice that their fan base and their audience is just so different have you noticed a difference in your fan base since the show premiered Oh, you know what? I, I, it's hard for me to answer that question because I've been doing TV for so long. Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm not like an actress that now is doing TV or reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I tend to have an audience that's already very big TV watchers, very Americana, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what we call like a demo delight, which mm-hmm. is like young <laughs> to old to everything. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say necessarily, um, uh, see a different type of TV like fanaticism. However, mm-hmm. what I will say is like I'll be shopping in the mall, mm-hmm. and the seventy-five-year-old couple will say, "We love you on America's Got Talent." Mm-hmm. So I have seen that. Right, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. uh, now, can you talk a bit about what it's like working with the cast? You mentioned yes. Simon's name briefly, and yes. obviously, you and Heidi Klum have a long history. Yes, yeah. Heidi and I were. Or, I, was Heidi an original Angel, or did she come in the second phase? I don't know. We have to check. Like she was, I was, I was an angel, and I think she came right after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it doesn't matter. I mean, she was there from like you know very early times with Victoria's yeah. Secret. So we used to like get paired together at mm-hmm. shoots, and they uh, confuse us and call her Tidy and me Hira, <laughs> and like because we were the girls with the personality and bubbly yeah. and crazy, and could, we'd go on all the talk shows for the brand and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So we have a lot of beautiful history together. Right. Um, and then Simon is just like the daddy, you know. We'll be goofing off and stuff, and sometimes he'll just be in his like you know, makeup chair, like not dealing with us as he eats crisps or mm-hmm. we call them potato chips. <laughs> I was going to say, what are crisps? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Mel B to me, she's like that, that little sister, the naughty little sister and also the one that everyone makes fun of. Mm-hmm. Um, and she plays this ditzy thing, but she's a very smart woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, she's genius with that. Like, I don't understand, <laughs> you know, like she's so cute. And Howie is like my homeboy. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like he's the one that's kind of taking me under his wing. And then we have lunches together, mm-hmm. um, like with the crew, with the lights and camera guys and the grips and the people that, you know, carry bags and get coffee. Like I, uh, Howie and I eat with them um, uh-huh. every day. So yeah. That's nice. That's awesome. Uh, Now, AGT is the biggest show of the summer. Yes. Even though you are new this season, what do you think contributes to that success and the long-running success that it still has a huge audience? I think... the show is so big and actually now this year this is the biggest number since what six years mm-hmm. um, but I think it's because the whole family can sit down and watch it mm-hmm. and there's something for everybody mm-hmm. like you know daddy might like abracadabra mm-hmm. and mama might like oh <laughs> and you know the daughter might like dog performances mm-hmm. you know and so everybody can see something that they're passionate about but the, the thing that's the through, through line for all of the audience no matter mm-hmm. what age or what you know female or male it's just the dream and and that everyone has a dream mm-hmm. and everybody's dream is not necessarily to be famous and to win a million dollars and have their own show in Vegas but everybody has dreams and mm-hmm. I think everybody can relate to that right uh, now right now you are also working on Top Model you're coming yes. back as host and you are so gracious to 
let me hang out with I you know. on set for the day. Yes, so I got all day. All the behind the scenes. Yeah. But um, I and you think saw some crazy stuff. I did see some crazy stuff. You saw, stuff. like, the, like an idea being one thing, mm-hmm. and then, like, in, what, 40 minutes, it, like, turned into a whole uh, other... <laughs> but I signed paperwork, so I'm not going to say I, exactly. any of it right now. Don't say but, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think for a lot of our listeners, though, and I know that I've seen comments on Variety.com, when you were announced as... I don't remember if AGT was announced first, or you returned AGT to, was first. That was first, and then yeah. it was announced you were returning AGT was first, and I was thinking about going back to America's Next Top Model, uh-huh. and my partner... On America's Next Top Model, Ken Mock, mm-hmm. who you met, yep. like uh, he, we produce it together. Uh, he calls me, and I forgot to call him and tell him I was going to do AGT. Oh my gosh! So he calls me, and he's like, "That's great, that's great." Um, are you coming back to Top Model? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, "What? I've been like trying to convince you all these months to come back, and yep. now you're not." Right? So I was like, "I'm so sorry, I forgot to call you and tell you I'm doing AGT." But yes, I think I will do Top Model. I think let's think, let's talk about it. Right. Well, what I see from a lot of our our readers at Variety is they're like, "How does she do this? She has a million jobs at the same time." Mm-hmm. So, can you explain how you're able to balance hosting yes. both shows? I keep it chunky but funky mm-hmm. and stay away from the layer cake. What that means okay. is, I just like put that together. Just I love now. that. I love that. A good tireism is my yes. favorite. So. so I do things in chunks. Okay. So when we did auditions for America's Got Talent, did that mm-hmm. in a chunk, then walked away from that for a second while crew went, you know prepared for mid rounds, mm-hmm. and then I taught at Stanford Business School mm-hmm. personal branding for two weeks mm-hmm. and then I'm finished with that and then I did America's Next Top Model mm-hmm. and I finished with that and then did um, mid-rounds for AGT and mm-hmm. finished with that did post-production work mm-hmm. still on America's <laughs> Next Top Model still working on that yep. um, but and then now we're going into the lives for AGT mm-hmm. so I do it in chunks I don't do it in layers mm-hmm. I've done layers in the past which is the layer cake I've done that and it drives me crazy I'm not happy mm-hmm. successful but not happy right and so the chunks allow me to be working and now focus on my son mm-hmm. and still get a massage mm-hmm. and still go visit my friend in Canada yes. and you know and still have a life. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask how has your son how has being a mother influenced your work decisions? Um, I it's so much easier to say no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or pass or in an email I write Pasadena uh-huh. like Pasadena California <laughs> you know Tyra they want you to speak at the blah 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 or they want you to do this new show or they want you to be in this movie Pasadena California <laughs> I love that uh, now you spoke about the layer cake and yes. when you layered everything and you were like you said not happy and just so busy yes. um, when you were hosting your own daytime talk show that is you know daytime hosts say that is the most grueling schedule it is grueling so imagine doing that and two top models a year Uh and writing a book and in in pre-production for other shows that i was doing that just didn't become famous so you Mm -hmm. don't know what they are right um but it was just a lot yeah Starting in my own website at the time, there was just so much, mm-hmm. and I was miserable, mm-hmm. making more money than I've ever made in my career, mm-hmm. and miserable. Yeah. On the covers of all this and Time 100 Most Influential, didn't give a damn. I was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> would you, I mean, right now your hands are full, but would you ever consider going back to a daytime talk Hell show? Hell no. <laughs> that was an easy no. answer. That was an easy answer. Hell no. That is... It's just so grueling. Yeah. It's just so much work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure if the genre 
is as relevant today as um, it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your Ellens and your Wendy Williams, and mm-hmm. you have certain people that are doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, the talk's doing well, and, mm-hmm. and the real is doing well. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's some other ones, and my omission does not mean they're not doing mm-hmm. well. Um, but, but in general, it's a struggling mm-hmm. area of television. Yeah. And so on top of it being a struggling area, and me knowing it, I would struggle being on set every day, right. it's not for me right. anymore. Right. Uh, now... What do you do in your free time? And what does make you happy when you're not working? I love a massage. Okay. I love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I love going to restaurants. Mm-hmm. I love going online and looking at all the hotels that I really want to go to around the world that I never do. <laughs> That's a problem. I'm like, I, the vacation should not be the Google experience. It should be the actual experience. I need to get on the plane. Right. Yeah. I have a list on, in my phone of all these hotels and cities and countries and... Yeah. One day. One day. One day. <laughs> One day. Now, since you are returning as host to Top Model, I guess first, can you uh, kind of walk us through the decision to return as yes. host? Because you obviously created the franchise. You, even when Rita Ora was hosting, you were executive producer and very mm-hmm. hands-on. What made you want to go back in front of the camera? Um, it's funny, the des- uh, that word, that, that verb, what made me want. Mm-hmm. Want. Um, it wasn't so much a want as it was a demand. So I passed over the reins and mm-hmm. said, all right, I am going to walk away from Top Model. And then social media had another idea, mm-hmm. and they were very honest, mm-hmm. um, brutally so. A lot of WTFs and mm-hmm. all that. What are you doing? Um, and after, I don't know, a lot of them and my partner, Ken Mock, saying, please, mm-hmm. like he's been, he was saying it for a long time, I finally said, okay. So it was a decision um, what, what I learned in business school, it's, you know, customer centricity. Like, you are not what you say you are. You're what the customer says mm-hmm. you are. And in television, the viewer says you are. So if they're saying that you need to be back here, I felt it was premature to leave. Um, mm-hmm. And then ratings and stuff, you know, and all that comes into play. And it's like, okay, um, let me come back to this thing that I created because I want it to last. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all around the world. Top models in a, the American versions in 180 countries. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, what? 25 to 30 international versions and I know all of that stems from the American version Mm -hmm. Um, so with me having a nice stake in the business I wanted to continue because Mm -hmm. also top model so that's the business side and then the personal side you know top model is not just about being a model and let let me show you how hard it is and let her booty tooch and smize Mm -hmm. and all that I really am trying to expand the definition of beauty through that platform Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like there's still work to do Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why I lifted the age limit this year Mm -hmm. um, to include women into an infinite age to be able to be America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. So it's there's no age limit? For no age limit. So when you were in that secret room where you signed your life yeah, away, yeah, yeah. one of those girls was my age. I did not know that. Yes. That's incredible. Yes. What other uh, changes, if any, will we see in the upcoming season? Um, that's the main one, mm-hmm. um, is age. Um, in terms of body type, I wanted to... It's, it's People don't know this, but it's actually very difficult to cast what we call curvy or plus size Mm -hmm. girls. And I think it's because these beautiful girls don't know that they are gorgeous models Mm -hmm. in the world. They think, oh, I'm heavy. And so they don't really come out to the audition. Mm -hmm. So you tend to find one that has the proportions that are like a model. Um, But I challenge my team. I'm like, let's just keep putting the word out and keep putting the word out and keep putting the word out. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want a token. I was tired of just one or two. So we surpassed two. 
amazing. <laughs> yes. Now, being one of the original top models, and now there's this whole new wave of models yes. and the world of social media, they've become these social media supermodel yes. stars. Um, what do you think of that new wave of yes. the Kendall Jenners and Haley Baldwin and Gigi Hadid? Yes. What do you think of their work? And so I have t- a couple of thoughts. I have a, a selfish thought first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my generation of models were like the last bastion of supermodels. Mm-hmm. So like me and Giselle and mm-hmm. Heidi and, and Kate Moss, we were the last names that the world knew, you know, household names or whatever. And then after that, it kind of just petered out. Mm-hmm. There were a couple pops here and there, but in general, like the supermodels, mm-hmm. you know, it petered out. And so when this new wave of these models that are getting really known on social media um, and then now transitioning into like legitimate fashion, mm-hmm. um, it makes me not feel like m- my world that I came from is extinct. Right. You know, I don't want to be a dinosaur. <laughs> I want to be a lizard. <laughs> I want to still be here. I want to still be relevant. Thanks, the lizard. So, um, so so selfishly, I, I think it's good for what it's doing for the modeling industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, though, because of, there are models of my generation that are like, these girls aren't models. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But the world changes and evolves. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're not walking around and riding around in horses with buggies. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not even using dialing dial up phones that are plugged into a wall hardly. You know, the world evolves. And so I'm all for it. I'm also mm-hmm. a little I wouldn't say responsible, but part of that with having a reality show mm-hmm. and discovering girls and stuff. So I have my foot in both in the traditional side mm-hmm. and then this whole new social media slash reality show mm-hmm. side. So I, I I understand my sisters on this <laughs> side that are like, oh, man, it's so easy for them. Yeah, it is a little easier, mm-hmm. but that's just the way the world is. And right. the models before you had to ride a horse and buggy to a, mm-hmm. a casting. <laughs> so you're like, you have it easier too now, you know, right. so yeah. Another one of your projects that I want to talk about is the sequel to Life Size. Yes. Uh, I personally was so excited when I heard this was (laughs) happening, and I know that a lot of fans of the original movie are as well. Um, Have you started filming that yet? Where? Oh my gosh, we're so not near filming. We're still in the script phase, and Mm -hmm. I want to be really happy with this script, and so I'm being very firm to make Mm -hmm. sure that it's right. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are now still. And what does returning to that character mean to you? Because it was such an yeah. iconic character and kind of this like cult favorite that popped up know, out of nowhere. Which is so crazy. Yeah. Um, I have to study her because whenever somebody asks me to imitate her, I, I don't do it right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me go back to like watching myself because I'll go, hi. And I'm like, wait, Eve doesn't do that. She doesn't go, hi, I'm Eve. You know, I was like, I need to get this right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little rusty on the Eve front. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I Eva's going to grow up a little bit. She'll be a little bit more mature. She'll mm-hmm. be experiencing more adult things. Mm-hmm. And um, Lindsay Lohan, hopefully, will be in the movie, too. I was going to ask yes. you, have you chatted with her? We haven't all? chatted by phone, mm-hmm. but we've done lots of DMs, and I oh, have her oh. phone number. So oh. um, we've been chatting up, and she is very, very interested, so that's good. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to talk about the live shows for AGT, because mm-hmm. given that this is your first season hosting, it'll be your yes. first time doing the live shows. Yes. Are you excited? I am excited, and I was very relaxed. I'm like... The AGT producers yesterday were like, we need all day with you to have lives boot camp. And I'm like, I've been hosting stuff for so long. I don't know if I really need this. And so we sit in a room and they're taking me through, you know, like, these are the things that could go bad. This is this. This means that. Stage left. Da-da-da. da 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 A guy got an arrow shot in his 
chest one year and that was a mistake and he, this guy fell and da 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 and this is what ha- should happen and like all this stuff and I was like oh I understand why they wanted an all day rehearsal mm-hmm. and then after that um, we went into this like airplane hangar type of big room mm-hmm. um, where they had simulated the size of the Dolby theater mm-hmm. the exact you know measurements of how I should enter and how I walk over to here and then do that and make a joke here and then mm-hmm. I have to ad lib here and if there's an extra minute of time I've got to fill it up with stuff mm-hmm. and ideas how to fill up I mean it was like boot camp and I'm mm-hmm. like oh this is intense mm-hmm. so are you nervous at all <laughs> no you're, actually you're like, no, I'm not no I'm not nervous because when I'm myself mm-hmm. I don't get nervous mm-hmm. I might be a little nervous about blocking like mm-hmm. wait where I'm supposed to walk left or right and stuff mm-hmm. but in terms of like what to say and stuff like no mm-hmm. do you feel that all of your past hosting work because you were saying that before this rehearsal you're like I've hosted TV for like, years I, you know what I was even saying I was like if I had to, uh-huh. I think that I could get dressed and do the AGT lives with cold, mm-hmm. not even knowing what the teleprompter is saying. Like, mm-hmm. that's how confident I am in my hosting abilities. Mm-hmm. However, after that boot camp, I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I just had a lesson in a whole different thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well, being that you are in the midst of your first season of AGT, do you see this being a long future for you with the show? Do you hope to keep hosting it? I I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's something, it's, yes, it's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't don't know. We shall see. We shall see. But this season's really fun. All right. Yes. Well, we will stay tuned and excited for the live shows. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. So that's what Tyra Banks had to say about America's Got Talent and Top Model. Up next, Elizabeth catches up with the equally busy Andy Cohen. I'm Elizabeth Wagmeister, Variety's TV reporter, and I am here with Andy Cohen, host of many things, including Fox's Love Connection. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you for being here. Fresh off the plane from New York City. Yes. Happy to be here. Awesome. Excited. I love uh, I love the show, and I love working with Fox, so I'm happy to be here. Well, let's talk a bit about the show. First, how did you get involved? Because this is, viewers have seen you in a totally new light on yeah, the show. Yeah, they, they called and offered me the job is mm-hmm. how it happened. I mean, I had been a great fan of the original and uh, had tried to get the format for Bravo many years ago when I was in charge of programming and just, it didn't happen. Uh, it seemed like a no-brainer to me to bring it back then. And with Mike Fleiss and Mike Darnell, it, they really blew it up into something that I couldn't have even imagined. And uh, it's just been great. We made we made uh, we made fifteen, I think, episodes, and uh, signs are looking good for next season. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was going to ask: yeah. Are are you uh, down to do another season? Absolutely, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. When you took on this job, being that you are so busy, did you look at this as a commitment that could last 10 years if the show was a hit? Um, uh, you know, I don't look that... You know what? I didn't because... I'll tell you this. It was something that made me happy. And if it does go 10 years or 20 mm-hmm. years, then I guarantee you it will continue to make me happy. And that'll be a great thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I view 
offers. Mm-hmm. If it's something that I can creatively latch onto, then then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for whatever amount of time it is. Mm-hmm. Did you always want to host a big shiny floor game show? Um, you know, it was one thing that I was hadn't done, and yes, mm-hmm. I did. I mean, I grew up on game shows. And this is, I mean, it's like this weird hybrid space. It's not really a game show. It's, uh, it is a dating show and it really capitalizes on everything that I love to do, mm-hmm. both on Watch What Happens Live and with The Real Housewives, which is ask personal questions and get in there and, mm-hmm. and, uh, make a little noise mm-hmm. and make a little trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask you, why do you think that you're so good at prodding into people's personal business? <laughs> I've just always loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've just always loved to do it. And now I get paid well to do it with mm-hmm. the housewives. And so it's just kind of become a thing. And I'm I'm fearless about it. And mm-hmm. I'm opinionated. And I like to get in there. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. What has the experience been like on Love Connection versus Housewives or Watch What Happens in regards to you being with real regular people? It's been great. I mean, they've been, I just have been really, you know, look, the Housewives are real regular people. Mm-hmm. And especially <laughs> glitzier. I mean, when they come on the show, they're, they are in this, you know, middle ground between becoming famous and still being a real mm-hmm. person. And so that's usually when I get to them. And so, yeah, it just seemed like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, how involved were you in kind of the production of the show in terms of from when you got attached? I was not involved in the casting. I was mm-hmm. really involved in, um, we did a bunch of run-throughs with the format. I was very vocal about things that I liked and mm-hmm. didn't like. But I was also very, what I knew is that what I would be able to do well is interact with the people and that's all unscripted and that's all me and in terms of the bells and whistles and the formatting I did kind of just lean heavily on Mike Fleiss and Mike Darnell because Mm -hmm. this is what they do so well Mm -hmm. and I felt honored to be able to kind of learn from them and watch them shape this show into Mm -hmm. into something new and modern you know a modern twist on an old classic Mm -hmm. can you speak a bit to working with Mike Darnell and Mike Fleiss because like you said they're the masters in their own yeah. respective ways. Well, it's interesting. I mean, what what they both brought, they both brought something totally different. Mike Darnell is all about big pageantry mm-hmm. and he loves really blowing up kind of awkward confrontational moments, mm-hmm. which I love. Thus the 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 um, dates scoring each other's mm-hmm. looks based mm-hmm. on their first impressions. Mm-hmm. That is a classic Mike Darnell thing and it's what we all do in our head i think but to to see it play out on television is kind of awkward and confrontational and it just kind of reeks of of darnell and i mm-hmm. think it's kind of brilliant theater and mike fleiss has built an entire industry on building stakes and 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 building up um you know, kind of romantic stories of mm-hmm. people looking for love. And mm-hmm. that's at the core of what this show is, too. It's funny. I had never met Mike Flies. Mm-hmm. I don't watch The Bachelor mm-hmm. or The Bachelorette. So I am as unfamiliar with Bachelor Nation mm-hmm. as he is with my housewife mm-hmm. nation. He doesn't watch either. So it was fun. We kind of came together on this. And I, I think we both wound up really admiring each other and 
kind of becoming new fans of each other. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that you grew up watching game shows. Did you yeah. watch the original Love Connection? I did, yeah. With my parents, it was on in St. Louis uh, in late night. It was on at, like, I think up against the local news or right after the local news. Mm-hmm. And uh, we absolutely watched it and mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. yeah. Can you talk a bit about how you made the schedule work when you shot this? You know what? It was super easy. I want to think that this was really dramatic, but we did it during a hiatus week of Watch mm-hmm. What Happens Live. And I came here on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and I shot um, for like 10 days. Mm-hmm. And we banged out all the episodes. And I'll tell you what, the first episode we shot, it wound up, be, I mean, it was one of the first to air. It was mm-hmm. like, as e- it felt as comfortable as anything Mm -hmm. and so the scheduling was it it worked out Mm -hmm. worked out great Mm -hmm. so you mentioned uh back when you were this is my chair squeaking i'm not passing gas (laughs) i just want everyone who's listening to just to clarify and i can confirm yes i can confirm thank you (laughs) now you mentioned when you were an executive at bravo Mm -hmm. i want to talk a bit about your path and trajectory because it's really interesting did you always know that you wanted to be in front of the camera i did i wanted to be in front of the camera from the beginning, but my last internship when I was 22 was at mm-hmm. CBS News in New York, mm-hmm. and I decided not to move from. I had a uh, a, a BA in journalism mm-hmm. uh, from Boston University, and I was going to be a broadcast journalist and move from small market to small market mm-hmm. as an on-air reporter. Mm-hmm. And I decided instead to pursue a career behind the scenes in New York mm-hmm. because it was so exciting to me to be in New York. So I really gave it up early. There were times where I auditioned for mm-hmm. things, um, trying to be in front of the camera. And I went in at VH1 a couple times. Mm-hmm. I went to CNN for a show that was happening. And it just never happened. Mm-hmm. And so that this should happen so many years later was really um, just, it's unheard of, mm-hmm. really. It really is. Yeah. Can you explain a bit more, though, how it happened? You know, when you were at Bravo, you obviously started hosting House I was writing Reunions. a blog and then uh, uh, that was encouraged by Lauren Zelaznik, the head mm-hmm. of Bravo. And then she wanted to launch an online show on BravoTV.com. And mm-hmm. we launched an after show, After Top Chef. Mm-hmm. She said, why don't you host it? It'll be like your blog, but a little after show. Mm-hmm. She knew I had wanted to be on TV. Then we needed someone to host a Housewives reunion. We didn't really have any on-air talent. Mm-hmm. She said, would you be interested? It would be like your online show, but on TV. I said, I would love it. That was really my big break, I think. Mm -hmm. I went on on to host a bunch of other reunion shows, Mm -hmm. and I was still doing the after show online when Michael Davies came to Bravo and said, I have this little studio. I could do his after show as a late night show. And Bravo said, would you want to do it? They ordered it for 12 episodes at midnight once Mm -hmm. a week. The ratings were actually kind of good <laughs> or else I wouldn't be here. right excuse me and then they moved it eventually to 11 and then it became twice a week and then mm-hmm. you know that was eight years ago mm-hmm. did you ever imagine when you were doing that little you know the reunions that that little thing would become this huge no. empire no I really didn't mm-hmm. I didn't what do you think I'm it is grateful. about the housewives that viewers have just connected I think it's I think it's replaced the modern soap opera yeah. and it's real and truth mm-hmm. is always stranger than fiction. Mm -hmm. It is in the casting. We Mm -hmm. cast kind of highly dramatic, highly volatile, Mm -hmm. highly emotional, and highly amusing and entertaining women who are both totally unrelatable and completely relatable. Mm -hmm. And if there weren't relatable tropes in all of the cities, 
this show would not still be on the air. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's been a table flip. There have been big <laughs> fights. But this is a show about mothers and daughters and husbands and wives and friends mm-hmm. and sisters. And uh, for all those reasons, those are all things that we can grab onto and relate to. Mm-hmm. What city have you not yet gone to that you'd like to? You know what? I, I think we're good. But then, some, you know, I don't know. You think about Nashville. You think about New Orleans. Mm-hmm. London. I think we're good, though. Yeah. Yeah, we have seven going. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot. Uh, So this summer, congratulations, because Watch What Happens Live went... Oh, we did a syndication test. Yeah, Yeah, it did. How was that experience for you? You know what? It was actually... It didn't really affect me. No. We aired best of episodes uh-huh. around the country. I know it did very well, uh-huh. uh, specifically in New York. It was number two at noon, which mm-hmm. was incredible. And uh, so, it, you know, it was fun. Uh, any chance that I can have for the show to get a bigger you know, audience, mm-hmm. I'm all for. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, uh, the Bravo audience is very specific and very niche, I think, but your show specifically really resonates I think with the larger audience it's very buzzy it's always out there uh, do you think with doing that national syndication test that the show's ready for a huge big bigger audience um yes absolutely yes. <laughs> absolutely yeah I mean I think the show is it's a totally unique experience and I mm-hmm. think it's it's fun and it's different from everything in late night and so yeah mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. now I know that you get this question a lot, yeah. but I need to ask about some guests. So okay. who are some guests you have not yet had and you're dying so to So many. On? I mean, Justin Timberlake, Katy Perry, Beyonce. I mean, there's a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. A lot of big music stars we yeah. have had. We've had Nicki Minaj. Uh-huh. Um, we've had Mariah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do a little plead the fifth? Yeah, let's do it. Since you do it to everyone? Three questions. I can plead the fifth to only one. To only one. Okay. Let's do... Your favorite guest, your toughest guest to crack, and your worst guest. Oh, okay. So you've asked them all at once. My favorite <laughs> guest is um, my favorite guest. Uh, I mean, it's any of the housewives, Amy Schumer. I mean, there are so many millions of favorite guests. Molly Shannon was just on, who I love. I love a comedian. I love a funny lady. Joan Rivers was always a wonderful mm-hmm. guest. Um, uh, Jimmy Fallon has been a great guest on the show. Mm-hmm. The hardest guest to crack. Nicki Minaj was really, really mm-hmm. tough. Really tough. She rolled her eyes at me a lot. I still don't know if she hated me <laughs> or liked me. I don't know. And then the last question was... Your worst guest. My worst guest, I'll play the fifth. Ugh. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. See, so you're way better at this than I, I know, am. I know. You have to do it one at a time. I know. Okay. Next yeah. podcast. I'll remember mm-hmm. that. Uh, speaking of guests, would you ever want to have Donald Trump as a guest on your show? I mean, you. it's hard to say no to the president of yep. the United States, mm-hmm. um, but... Um, I don't know that it would be a fun and games kind of thing. I think that I would just for the experience, Uh and I think it would make very compelling television. I think so, too. Yeah. What would you ask him? I would ask him... I would want to know... I would want to know about his thoughts about... He's tweeted things and he's about Obama that he's now doing. So Mm -hmm. I would like to know about... 
the he, he's he's a little bit of a hypocrite, mm-hmm. uh, and so I would like to talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now jumping back to Love Connection. Yeah. Back when the original show was airing, uh, things have progressed so much in the industry yeah. since then. Do you feel like you're kind of making history as a gay man hosting a broadcast game show? Um, I think it's. Um, maybe. I think that uh, we're certainly making history. We had lesbians on and mm-hmm. we have some gay guys coming up on the show. Yeah. So those th- that was definitely never happening on mm-hmm. the old Love Connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think any time that I can just be me on TV and speak through the filter of a gay guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I can turn to a woman and say, wow, he's hot. Mm-hmm. And we can have a moment about it. And I think that that is... You know, if someone is watching in the middle of Iowa, maybe mm-hmm. that's different for them. But maybe they think, oh, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was... You know, I, hopefully in my matter-of-factness, mm-hmm. that can maybe make being gay not so weird mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, for people. Right. Do you... By the way, speaking of you being very open and matter-of-fact, I was at a taping of oh, our you're connection. Kidding. Wow. And it was with... It was either hot Jesus or buff Jesus. Okay, yeah. Hot <laughs> one. Yeah. And you commented on his his uh his size. Yes. Which you can say. See, if I had yeah, no, it, yeah, no, I, I know. say it, I, I sound can, like a part Gay guys of, can get away with so I know, much. We I can can't. talk about we can objectify guys. We can yes. kind of objectify women a little. Totally I mean, it's can. like I know. I know. See, I you saw how I hesitated there. I know. I'm like, I can't objectify him. It makes me sound gross. And I'm a serious journalist. I love <laughs> um I love objectifying <laughs> men on Watch What Happens Live yeah. because it never happens on television. Right. And I feel like a lot of women can watch and kind of cheer it on because yeah. women get objectified all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think I love when I have a hot bartender on my show and I'm like, God, look at your tits. They're right. really nice. Because I'm like, yeah, this is what it feels like. Right. Yeah. Right. Is there, I feel like you do get away with anything and everything. Um, Has there been a question or a guess that comes to mind that they just would not answer something? And not please the fifth like it um, offended them yeah I mean I'm sure there have all the time I mean I read people's body language mm-hmm. and I I, I I stand down if I can sense that I'm making someone uncomfortable right yeah being that you are the one who asks all these questions on love connection on watch what yeah. happens on everything is there a question that you personally would not answer would not want to answer on live TV um that's a good question um is there a question that I I mean, I don't love talking about my sex life, mm-hmm. uh, so maybe that, but I demand transparency <laughs> of all of my guests and all the housewives, so I mean, I feel like the answer, you know, it's one of the reasons I love going on Howard Stern, I never know what he's going to ask, right. and um, so the answer is, I, I probably would, I, I just feel like if I'm going to ask people such personal questions, then mm-hmm. I better walk the talk. Right. Yeah. So... By the way, I would come back and ask you about that, but being that this is a variety podcast, yeah, right, two exactly. off brands, I think you knew you yeah. were safe here. I know, I did. You're like, I don't like talking about my sex life because you mm. can't ask me. I would answer. Okay. Well, yeah. that's for another podcast. Yeah, exactly. Another time. Yeah. All right. Uh, hopping back to the world of entertainment. Yeah. This past year, there were so many rumors that you were maybe going to join your friend Kelly Ripa. Uh-huh. Obviously, Ryan Seacrest is there now. Yeah. Um, if you had the time, would that have been something that you would have wanted to do? Listen, I, I mean, they didn't even ask me. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know how I would have done that. Watch What Happens Live is 
live at 11 we're the only live show in late yeah. night so in my fantasy world yes like you know if Anderson and I could have like switched off mm-hmm. you do one week and I do another week mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that yeah that would have been awesome but um, I, I, I you know one of the things that was great about Love Connection is that it, it's taped and yeah. we can gang shoot it mm-hmm. and so I think any other activities that I take on that's a good way to do it mm-hmm. uh, well being that you are so busy what else is still on your career bucket list and what would you make the time for these days you know what I, I mean this is kind of the newest addition to my to-do list and mm-hmm. I love it um, I, I mean I really can't think of anything right now I'm bulking up my uh, my book imprint for mm-hmm. Holt and uh, my radio channel, we just are about to celebrate our two-year anniversary, mm-hmm. which we're really excited about. Um, so just kind of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And to wrap up, what can you tease about when we'll find out about the future of Love Connection? I think it's imminent. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Thanks. If Andy Cohen says it, it's got to right. be true. That's right. Thank you so much, Thanks. Andy. Thanks for listening to today's show. We'll be back next time with another great episode. It's all about Outlander as we catch up with series stars Katrina Balfi and Tobias Menzies and executive producer Ron Moore. See you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.